Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we'll spend our time in verses 26 through 42 of the 14th chapter in Mark. Have you ever sworn something like, well, I will never do such and such, and then done it? That's what can happen when we rely on our own strength as fallen human beings. Sometimes we make statements like this because of strong emotions in the moment, or we really do think that we alone have the power to overcome our own inherent weakness in especially difficult circumstances. Well, before we start throwing stones at Peter for the failure we'll begin to look at this week, we should realize we are made of the same stuff and possess all the same weakness. The good news is, as believers in Christ, we don't ever have to rely on our own strength to stand in difficult times. We can lean into his strength. And when we do fail in this way, as we all have, the better news is, Jesus won't let us fall into a place that we deserve, where there is no hope. He sustains us. Here is today's segment of the sermon entitled, Dismal Night for the Disciples. He was perfectly obedient to the plan. Uh, He knew there was no other way, but nevertheless, it was indescribable agony for him to go through it. It's at this point when Jesus dropped off the 11 at the front gate and took the other three with him and went and prayed further. That's, That's where Dr. Luke records that Jesus prayed fervently to the point of sweating. You ever prayed that fervently? I admit, I don't think I have unless it was really hot. He was praying to the point of sweating, and there was blood mixed with the sweat, probably the result of blood vessels bursting by the agony of his soul, faced with taking on the sins of the world and giving his life for them. Well, meantime, what was going on with the big, brave disciples who would never deny him? Read on, verses 37 and 38. And he came and found them sleeping, and he said to Peter, Simon, are you asleep? Could you not watch with me for one hour? Keep watching and praying that you may not come into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. It's easy to say, even if I have to die with you, I'll never deny you. So the big brave disciples, right after saying, we'll never deny you, we'll go with you to death... They couldn't manage to muster up the energy and the self-discipline to obey something my dogs can have always done, sit, stay. They couldn't handle that. That's not a good indication of their ability to live up to their loyalty claims. And given three tries to get it right, strike one, strike two, strike three. Jesus, we really need a nap. Never let your guard down, my friend. In your spirit, you may be desiring the right things, good for you, but your frail and fallen human nature is so weak. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Call on God every day and stay alert, or you'll fall even faster than the disciples did that night. 
Well, you know how the rest of it plays out. Verse 39. Again, he went away and prayed, saying the same words. See, even Jesus prayed over and over about the same thing. And again, he came and found them sleeping, for their eyes were heavy, and they did not know what to answer him. And he came the third time and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? It is enough. The hour has come. Behold, the Son of Man is being betrayed into the hands of sinners. Get up. Let us be going. Behold, the one who betrays me is at hand. Now, as we prepare to put our little bookmark in here and come back to this next time we visit Mark. Remember at the table, Jesus said, one of you is going to betray me. They were all saying, is it I? And the best explanation I can come up with, they thought perhaps they had done something inadvertent or that they might do something inadvertent to lead, to the, to, to lead them to be the betrayer. But as Jesus called those 11 to go with him to his, his arrest, a horrible truth landed upon those 11. The betrayer is Judas. Imagine their confusion. Imagine their frustration. Imagine their, their grief. Imagine their anger when they realize that one of their most trusted friends for over three years hadn't just slipped up. He had gone out and sold the Son of Man into his arrest. question to ask yourself here is pretty obvious. Are you sleeping? You know, we pastors sometimes see people that we wish we were preaching on this passage. Sometimes I wish I could call them by name and say, Are you sleeping? Nobody here. You're all, you all passed. That's good. But are you sleeping? Are you, are you missing it? Jesus Christ has something for you. If you're His child, He has something for you to be doing. Are you doing it? Or is it, oh, Jesus, I know I said I'd follow you to death, but I need a nap. You know, you may not be headed for a spectacular profanity-laced public display of denying that you ever knew Jesus. But you could be asleep, spiritually speaking. Maybe just a little bit lazy, a little undisciplined. Maybe you're falling a, a little short of loving your wife as Christ loves the church, nourishing her and cherishing her and granting her honor as a fellow heir of the grace of life. Maybe you're not treating your husband and your kids in such a manner that people could say, now that woman, there's something special about her. She loves that Lord of hers. Maybe it's just a little too easy for us to uh, not respond to needs that God brings to us. They're actually opportunities for us to serve Him. Turn down a few dozen of those, and it's easy, easy to get kind of calloused. 
in essence, to fall asleep. Maybe we're just not very diligent about our own praying. I've never known anybody who has ever done any study on prayer from any passage in the Bible and said, oh yeah, I, I got that one nailed. Are you sleeping? Maybe it's not sleep. Maybe, maybe it's worse. Maybe this is the day for you to be awakened from your spiritual slumber and realize you haven't been trusting Christ. It's possible to go along for the ride. It's possible to enjoy the fellowship. It's possible to blend in. It's, it's possible to choose to hang out with people who don't get into trouble and don't lead you into worse and worse problems all the time and still fall short of saying, God, have mercy on me, the sinner. Are you leaning on Him and on Him alone? Hey, even if you're a disciple, there are those dismal nights. There are those times when, yeah, if you were with them, you'd be scattered. But you can stand in the Lord. He did bring them back together. He did restore them, especially Peter. And we'll see about that as well. But let's reach out to this Lord as we close, shall we? Father, how we thank You again for Your, your great faithfulness. And as You've put in one of the letters to Timothy, You are faithful even when we are faithless. How we thank You for meeting us at our point of need. We can cry out to You like the man we met earlier in Mark. I, I believe, Lord, but... Help my unbelief, so soften our hearts, we pray, that we may be responsive to those opportunities that you bring to us wrapped in the clothing of needs of others. We um, pray that we will be found faithful as we navigate the difficulties of life and the hard decisions that have to be made sometimes May we do it without worry. May we do it without doubt. May we do it with joy and with faithfulness, all by your grace. We thank you for your faithfulness to us, even when it is the body of this death that is crumpling underneath us that causes such difficulty. We pray for our brother and co-worker, Phil Bame, now while he is battling pneumonia. Pray that you would grant him... uh, relief from this and the ability to be back to those things that he so loves to do. In response to your word, we also pray for, as it were, kings and those who are in authority. We pray for our, for our president, for our Congress, and for the, the grievous things that are going on among, among them. May you cause a wave of humility to wash over those who have responsibility to lead us. May there be changed hearts. May there be many who are drawn to the Savior. And as we pray for them, we know that you've told us that, to pray that we might be able to live a peaceful and quiet life. And that's all because you desire people to be saved. So help us to be good stewards of the freedom that we have and the opportunities before us to, to share the gospel. Have your way with us to that end, we pray. And Jesus' name, amen.
If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.